Badass Nation, and welcome to the Badass and Business Show, the show where we help you with your inner game and your outer game, teaching you how to own your inner badass and sharing strategies with you to badass your business. In other words, get badassified. This is Annette Piper, the Badass Business Chick, and your host for the Badass and Business Show. And I'm really stoked today because we have Judith Ritchie on the show. And Judith and I connected on Facebook, and she's become a part of my Badass Business Builders Mastermind group on Facebook, and I'm part of her Facebook group as well. And I love how she contributes to other people's success. So here's the lowdown on her. Judith loves life and wants you to love your life too. She was miserable in a successful career, and that misery caused both physical and emotional distress and pain, which affected her marriage and her health. She made the bold move to live life on her terms and found a way to live the life that she loves, filled with joy and happiness. She is passionate about helping you do the same. Welcome to the show, Judith. Thank you, Annette. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you on and learn more about the special gifts that you have to share with the world. So tell us a little bit more about you, your life, your business, what you're passionate about, what motivated you or inspired you to start your own business. Well, that's a pretty loaded question, so let me see if I can unpack that and do one at a time. <laughs> um, so I uh, I just turned 60 last week, and that's really exciting. Um, this has been the most fabulous time of my life. Um, there's a freedom that comes with this age that I haven't felt at any other age. And what's really cool is being able to look at the journey I've gone through and see that my journey is basically every woman's journey. And I'm speaking specifically to women because we have a different um, role in life than men do. And what I have found is that women experience a lot of the same things, but we don't talk about it with each other. And we just look at those people who look like they have it all together, and then we look at ourselves and we wonder why we're not like them. And what we don't realize is that they're going through inner struggles too that they're not talking about. They just do a better job of masking it. And... um I've just become passionate about helping women, all women, speak the truth about their lives, speak their joys and speak their frustrations, and find out what it is that's blocking them, keeping them from stepping into that wonderful life that they dream of for themselves. Well, I love that. And I think with social media, it's really um, that that feeling of not being good enough or not being as far along as someone else in life is really uh, right up front and center in our face. And I, I know I have a quote on my phone that I look at every once in a while to remind me that, uh, and it says, uh, nobody's life is as perfect as their Instagram post. <laughs> 100%. That is so true. And um, you know, and it's like if you do get real on social media, then you get the trolls that come out and are nasty to you and say ugly things to you. And it's almost like we have to live this false life. We're living a duality, and we don't have to do that. We can really get real with each other, and that's what I encourage uh, women to do and people to do. Um, one of the things that I've been on is a self-discovery journey 
um, to learn to love myself. And that basically started in, oh, I'm going to say about 2008. Um, my world just came allowed, I allowed it to come crashing down is what happened. I had gone through a terrifically horrible divorce with lots of nasty custody stuff. My ex-husband walked out and left us and ended up terminating his parental rights, and I was left with five kids to raise by myself. And I remarried um, a man who never raised kids, so you could imagine how that was. And um, <laughs> I took on a career that wasn't of my design, but because of the way I thought Back then, I thought, if I don't do this, my new husband won't love me. He won't want to stay with me. You know, it was really twisted thinking. And I was doing everything to please everyone else and not paying any attention to me. And that caught up with me. Um, and I realized that things were going south, but there didn't seem to be any way out. And so I left my career as a financial advisor and um, went through a lot of struggles with my current husband happily to say we worked all that out so that's that's the good news but you know I took some time away from life of um, sitting and reflecting and healing I did a lot of crying and a lot of praying and a lot of reading and um, really realized that I had never taken time to grieve the end of my first marriage and I had just stepped into the role of superwoman without any time to take care of me and we do that we we do that in various ways so because of that journey that I went on, I just became passionate and on fire about helping other women be able to step into their truth and have their own voice for themselves. And in the middle of that, I um, found some amazing holistic uh, ways to uh, help continue healing, and I became a holistic health coach, and I was introduced to this fascinating healing modality that helps me with the intuitive gifts that I have help other people really will discover and release burdens, trapped emotions, and uh, limiting beliefs that they've been carrying around that are affecting them. And it's just really, really cool work. You know, it's it's really interesting because my journey was was similar. Um, I hit a marriage crisis, and that's what sent me searching for help outside of traditional therapy. I, I had done that for years. It wasn't working. Uh, my marriage was falling apart. My health wasn't the greatest. And so I took a similar journey, and that's what called me into uh, being an entrepreneur. So my first business was um, lifestyle and fitness coaching, but I started out doing Reiki energy work and hypnosis is where I started my journey, my entrepreneurial journey. Then I started adding personal fitness training, life coaching, uh, NLP, some other things on top of that. And uh, most of that was started just healing myself, trying to find mm -hmm. uh, a spiritual journey uh, and going on a spiritual journey to heal myself. And because I realized I couldn't heal the relationship unless I healed myself first. And mm -hmm. I, I think as women, we, and men probably hit it too, I'm not sure, but I think we hit a point in our lives where it's like, you know, something's got to change because this is not what I signed up for. This is not mm -hmm. what I thought my life was going to look like. Uh, and mine happened when I hit 40 uh, was when everything went topsy-turvy on me. And I think we do, we hit it somewhere in midlife, I think. So that's mm -hmm. really interesting. I hear that story over and over again with other women as well. So that's awesome. 
You know, it's interesting because um, the women my age um, were basically raised to run on a track. You graduate high school, you go to college, you get your degree, you get your job, get married, you have kids. And it's like you just go down the checklist of what it is that you're supposed to do next. And I did all of that. I was very compliant and, and <laughs> did exactly what I was supposed to, you know. And um, now I'm finding that we raised our children differently. You can be anything. You can do anything. And I started working with a bunch of young women who are in their mid-20s, and they're so confused. And they are just really searching find, to find meaning in their life because it's like, you can do anything. And it's like, what am I supposed to be doing? So they're struggling at 25 where we were struggling at 40 and 50. It's just fascinating to me. And what I have really discovered is these things that we're carrying around, these limiting beliefs, these, um, we call them trapped emotions. I'm an emotion code practitioner. Um, the trapped emotions that we're carrying that have either come to us from circumstances in our life or through generational um, trapped emotions are causing those repeating patterns of negative thoughts and negative behaviors. We're not even aware of it. Um, it's really cool to be around people who are kind of like self um Oh, uh, you know, self-help junkies, um, because they are all into all of the, you know, the Tony Robbins of the world and the Jack Canfields and things like that. And you can do all of that all day long, but until you get underneath what's causing you from being able to move forward and uh, break those blocks, all of that's not going to do you any good. You've got to get underneath what's really going on for you. Exactly, exactly. And I, and I, you know, was a self-help junkie for a long time. And I, I still, I read a lot of books and, uh, I'm constantly working on improving myself. And I think those are great beginning points and a place to, to get started. But you're right. You do have to delve a lot deeper than what you can do in a three-day seminar. Um, it, it, you've got to constantly be working on yourself and uncovering those things when they show up or peeling back the onion, so to speak, mm -hmm. uh, because yeah. there's always another level. You heal it at one level and it shows up in a different way and you peel back the onion some more, heal it at, at another level until suddenly it, it's no longer that prominent thing in your life. That is so true, and I experienced that myself actually last fall because I had gone through this whole process of forgiveness with my husband, my ex-husband, and I want to come back to forgiveness in a second. And then sudden, something just like slammed me last fall, and I can't even remember what it was that hit me. And here I was back in this whole thing of, oh, my God, you know, all the things he did to us. And I thought, I thought I dealt with that. I thought I had gotten all of that handled. And I realized that way down deep, there was still more that I needed to go through the forgiveness process for him and um, let those things go. And I went, you know, and did a bunch of quiet work for myself. And um, I did that again. And I was just, first, I was just surprised and shocked that that was still there. But then that was a real teaching moment for me because, like you said, we just keep peeling back the onion and we go deeper. And what I have found is that things don't show up as often there's a longer time between things showing up um and sometimes things are dealt with and handled and gone and that's good and sometimes it's like oh yeah but wait there's this little thing back here you know 
helping my clients too because it's not just a one and done. It's a process and it's a journey and it's about the lessons that we gain through the journey. And it's not that we get there and we're done. It's we keep going. Um, and I want to talk exactly. about forgiveness. So I'm going to give you a chance to respond. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um, and so this also affects uh, our business. It affects our relationships. It affects um, our health. So it's amazing how when we don't heal those deeper levels, and when it comes up again, we, you know, uh, we need to look at it. Um, it. If you push it down, I know I had a mentor that said, you know, what you push down comes back in later days in uglier ways. And so you you have to take the time to deal with it, uh, so that you can start when it when it does crop up again. It's like, oh shoot, here it is again. I thought I handled mm-hmm. it, but let me let me do a little more work on it uh, instead of shoving it away. Absolutely, I think that's so important. So share a little bit about uh, forgiveness. So forgiveness is such an interesting um, concept and. I was raised as a, um, a woman of faith, and, um, you know, I was raised that you can't get forgiven unless you forgive, and, you know, don't come take communion unless you've forgiven everybody in your life and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, but nobody ever really teaches you how to forgive or what the process is. And what has been so freeing and liberating for me is when I realized, and I really got it, I mean, down to the core of my being, that every one of us are walking around with things that are affecting us in a negative way that cause us to um, hurt people, that cause us to show up a certain way in relationships. And that's both business relationships and personal relationships that cause us to be a crappy parent, you know, or do things that we don't realize are not beneficial. I mean, we all carry stuff around. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, And when I really got that to the core of my being and I looked at my ex-husband, I was able to, and my mother and other people in my life, you know, I was able to say, it's because of the stuff that they're carrying around, and they don't even know they have it that's causing them to act, be, show up a certain way. And how can I hold anything against them except forgiveness and compassion? And so when I really got that concept, it enabled me to live in a place of compassion and forgiveness for people instead of judgment and blame. And that has just been one of the most beautiful places to stay in my life because I don't hold on to things and I don't carry around grudges and I don't feel guilty about my missteps and my, you know, things that I've done for people. Um, So that's a really, really cool place to be. Awesome. I love it. I love it. And you said that when you considered leaving your career as a financial advisor, you uh, saw it as a sign of weakness and failure. What caused you to shift your perspective and see that shift uh, as coming from a place of strength and courage? You know, that's a funny story. And uh, it's all about just reframing what happens to you. I had attended a conference, and I was sitting next to a woman on the plane home. It's really funny because I didn't like this lady. And I just was like, oh, my God, you know, she's just not my thing. And we were doing the whole, you know, tell me your life story, blah, 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 blah. And she looked at me, and when I kind of told her about leaving my position, she goes, wow, 
What gave you the strength and courage to do that for yourself? And I looked at her just blankly, and I just sat there for a minute, and I went, wait a minute. She thinks I'm courageous and that I was strong? And that was that lightning bolt moment for me where my whole perspective shifted. And she and I continued the conversation, and I actually did some coaching with her. Uh, I became her client for about nine months. And the things that she showed me just opened my whole perspective to a new way of being and a new way of looking at life. And that's how I came to see that as strength and courage. That's, that is a cool story. I like how, you know, she kind of rubbed you the wrong way. You didn't really like her. And then you ended up coaching <laughs> with her because of what she had to offer you. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah, I find that I love people it. I don't like, people I don't like the first time, they're really significant people in my life. So now when I meet someone and I'm kind of like, mm, I go, okay, what is it that they're, they've come into my life for? It's really kind of funny. That's awesome, awesome. And you have a special gift that you share with others in your healing work. What impact has that made on your client? And share a little bit about that special gift. Yeah, I um have been accused of being a psychic or a medium or a prophet, none of those things. Um, I really believe that, um, like, some people have the gift of hospitality or of teaching or, of you know, just being uh, joy in the world. I have this beautiful God-given gift of intuition, and I use that to help my clients unlock things that are uh, blocked that they may have just set aside because the pain was too great for them. And what's really fascinating is when I'm doing my work with them, I'll see images or I'll hear things, and I'll say, what significance is the silver dress? Or can you tell me about the wreck that happened when you were 23? And then I go, oh, my God, I forgot all about that. And so what happens is through the things I see and hear um, with this intuitive gift, I'm able to bring them back to circumstances where an emotion got trapped that they aren't even aware of that's causing negative behaviors and negative thought patterns for them. And um, it's just fascinating to me because I don't, I haven't had prior conversations with some of my clients. They haven't given me this information. Stuff just shows up. And it, the funnest one is I had a 75-year-old man I was working with, and I said, okay, so your emotion that's trapped is rejection, and um, you're in second grade, and somebody did something that made you feel rejected. And he said, mm, I don't remember anything about that. And then he texted me two days later. He goes, oh, my God, I remembered. I was passing notes to a little girl in second grade that I liked, and a kid intercepted it, and he turned it into the teacher, and I felt rejected. You know, I had this whole thing around that. And it was so funny because he didn't remember, but then that jogged his memory, and we were able to completely release that emotion that had been trapped. And what was fascinating for me is how that affected him and his career. He never felt like he was enough or good enough or that he met the standards or that he would excel in his positions in all of his careers, he always felt like he was just not the ideal or the best employee because of that specific incident. And it was just fascinating to see how it tied together. Wow, that is fascinating. And I, I, 
love intuitive work. I'm very intuitive as well with my mm-hmm. clients. And, um, you know, I, you, and I think some of that comes with doing your own inner work and getting your own blocks out of the way. Then it allows you to be open to that gift of intuition. I think there's uh, many of us that are in the healing industry that have that gift of intuition. Even though I do more business coaching, there's always a, a healing and intuitive and personal development factor that goes along with business coaching. So I, I just love that. I totally agree. I love that. And I believe that we all come with it. it and we're not um, taught to develop it or to pay attention to it, you know. And people will go, well, you know, I felt like I should have gone back to the house and picked that up, and I didn't, and then I got there, and I needed it, and I'm like, yeah. And, you know, you can call that your Jiminy Cricket or your gut or your intuition, whatever you want to call it, your sixth sense. We've all got it. It's just that some of us have allowed it to come through, like you said, because of the work that we've done. And then, um, you know, we just are more in tune to it. The other thing I think that is fascinating, and I'm sure you would agree with this, is that um, we're all connected. And there's a collective consciousness that we all share. And when we choose to connect through that collective consciousness, we're able to be more present for each other. And um, that certainly aids us in our business dealings, too, because then we're there being with that person and really connecting to them and what their needs are instead of it all being about us and meeting the quota and making the sale or closing the deal. We're really there to build relationship and to be with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what, Judith, what is one piece of advice that you would give to um, other entrepreneurs? Um. It's okay to fail, and, and there's going to be a whole bunch. It's going to be like a string of consciousness, okay? <laughs> it's okay to fail <laughs> because the failure is not the end. The failure is just part of the journey, part of the lesson. And where I come in is if you find that you're failing over and over and over and over again and you can't figure out what it is that needs to shift, come do the work and release the things that are contributing to the continuous string of failures. And don't be afraid of what you're going to find because it's you, it's there, it's beautiful, it's part of you, it's part of your journey. And um, just have the courage to come in and do the work. That would be my advice. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's it's really amazing that, um, you know, how many entrepreneurs – uh, are afraid to look at stuff like that. People in general are afraid to look at stuff like that. But it is so healing and so uh, freeing once you are able to look at that and um, get a different perspective on what's happened in your in your life and uh, be able to shift that into something more empowering rather than something that's disempowering, that's lying beneath the surface that we, you know, uh, until we pull that up to take a look at, it continues to stay there and affect our lives. So I I love um, how you put that. Yeah, so much. Just like me changing my perspective from failure and weak to bold and strong and courageous. Uh, And that's available for all of us. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Now, you have a special gift or a special offer for our listeners. Tell us about that. I do. Um, I am um, currently accepting new clients in my emotion code practice. And so what I've got for our um, listeners today is a package of emotion code sessions. That's where you meet with me one-on-one in a private session via Zoom. And I work with people all over the United States this way. It's really cool. And we go through this process of discovering what's trapped. We redo the releases. And then I um, help you connect the dots to where you can see these things that are recurring in your life. And you can see where these thought patterns and behaviors have come from. Um, I usually do one session for $75. So I'm offering you a buy four, get one free uh, right now. And you can pay $300 and a half five sessions with me. Very cool. That's a that's an awesome deal. And where can our listeners? And I'll, I will post that link uh, in the podcast notes. But and where can our listeners learn more about you and your company? Thanks for asking. Um, it's super super simple. It's my name www.judithritchie.com, and Richie is R I C H E Y. So judithritchie.com. Awesome. Well, it's been great having you on the Badass and Business Show. Judith's info and her offer will be uh, on the on a link. I'll link put links in the podcast notes. Remember to share the podcast with other badass business owners. Thank you, Judith, so much for being on the call today. Oh, Annette, thank you. It was my pleasure, and I just appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity to tell the world about this great healing work that's available for them so they can be a badass in business. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. And everyone, remember uh, to join the conversation on the Badass uh, Business Builders Facebook group, and I will also have a link in the podcast notes as well. And you can also find me at AnnettePiper.com, and remember to spell Piper, P-I-E, just like the yummy dessert, Go out and make it a badass day. Namaste.